Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk HBO's Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 3, entitled The Long Night. The Long Night. But for the sake of brevity and also our listeners, we do dive directly into spoilers. And unfortunately, if you have not seen this episode... It's your fault. Exactly. And we are going to spoil fault. the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, if you have not seen the episode, turn it off. Come back to us later. But... We have warned you. Genius, what was your take on this episode? When I could see it, it was fucking rad. Okay. That's like, fair. So That's a fair assessment. Right? So here's the thing. It was dark as shit. And I understand what they're going for. But first of all, sorry for late. It happens. You know, sorry, Lance. Yeah. I know you're... I sorry know we're you're, delayed a day. Right, right. Because it's just long story. Just ask us later. So anyway... <laughs> Search for us on the, on the Twitters, mm-hmm. and, and you can definitely see portions of the story. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was it was really dark. I mean, and that's a lot of people's beefs. Okay? Right. But in fairness, it was. And I understand what it was going for because it kind of put yourself in their shoes where, like, you don't know what's going on. You can't see what's mm-hmm. going on. I think I'm glad after they went light and you could actually see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every fucking shot in that entire episode could be on the side of a van. And I mean that in the best way possible. Absolutely. It was a goddamn gorgeous thing to see. Just like every scene was it was tense and it was taut. There was great moments. I cheered. Right? There were some sad moments. There was some sad moments too. But moments I knew that were coming. But all in all, here's the thing. Not as many people died as I thought. Yeah, I know. And genius, uh, you're all over the social media. Now I, I, go I, all I, over. I try to be. You know, just with the the page and then my personal Twitter account and whatnot. But I'm not on Instagram on a lot of stuff just because I really don't have time during the day. Uh, but Genius had put out his his death pool picks, and some of them were true. Well, I think one. <laughs> but yeah, there were a lot of main characters in this episode that and- we had a lot of interaction with. We had a lot of like movement with the characters. But the way that you and I talked off off of the air, uh, how we're going to break this down because I don't want to recount the battle. Because, I mean, I think that everybody needs... Right, we need to see parts of yeah, it, or we he, need to talk he, about parts. We need to talk about parts, but this was a visual feast to behold. Exactly, and, this and is, for us to describe it, I don't think we'll do it justice. Yeah, we'll try. I yeah. mean, well, best is we, we're going to talk about how it is. You're going to use your own imagination, but at the same time, fucking see it. Yep. I mean, just see it. Even yeah, if you, exactly. even even the people, you know, this is the epi- kind of episode that you can show, like, I would say normies. The mm-hmm. people who are like, oh, I don't watch Game of Thrones and I'm proud of it. Well, fuck a doodle do. Good for you. All you those know? hipster throne kids. Here's the thing. I don't watch Game of Thrones. But I think, I think this is kind of like, um, this is kind of like a good episode. Like, look, even if you don't like it, you got to check this out because it's fucking badass. Right. You know, and, and you and I have talked before. You're partial to the Battle of Hardhome. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's your favorite episode. That is my absolute favorite episode. My favorite is the Battle of the Bastards, even including the Battle for Winterfell. You know, so we're divided in terms of what our ba- what our favorite like, episodes are, mm-hmm. but they're still battles. Yeah, you know, they're still grand scale fight sequences. Yeah, which I think we gravitate to because we're we're more along the action spectrum when we're watching mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. So. For like the like you said, the normie that is going to just try to maybe jump into Game of Thrones, maybe get their toe wet a little bit, you know, dip into the shallow end and just say, "Hey, I want to kind of see what it's all about." Mm-hmm. I think they're really going to appreciate this episode. Yeah. Now we do have some beefs because the episode was shot rather dark, yeah. and I think it was a choice 
of the way that they shot the episode. I think they shot it to be seen on the big screen, kind of like mm-hmm. the way they do movies. And when they, IMAX 4D right. experience up in your butt. But yeah. it's like the 50 million HBO subscribers, they're not necessarily going to go seek that out in a theater type setting where they're not going to have a home theater to where they can view that type of format. My TV wasn't ready. Right, right. And, you know, and that's something that you and I talked about, too. With the episode being a little bit darker, when I went back and watched it again after it had aired when on the HBO Go app, it was more clear to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Af- after me we too. viewed it in real time. I've seen this about three times already in since it came out. Yep. Because uh, we watched it right after it came. Because like, we wanted to see more things yeah. of what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Because we need also to process it because it was a big, big, big. This was the first time the episode was longer than like a 45 minute. Yeah, this was, an, I think it was an hour and 31 minutes is what it clocked in. Yeah, at. it was crazy long. It was crazy so, long, but it was worth it. You yeah. know, a lot. One complaint that I heard, like, because I talked about to somebody at work today. It was too much battle. And I heard that from two people that they were just like, I got tired. It was just too much. And. I was like, so they almost had battle fatigue. Yeah, I mean, just for like, lack of a better term, like, I mean, I realize that that that's not the right, 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 the right, appropriate right. Term. But, no, no, no. But, but for for lack of a better term, that's about as bad as it is. It's just too much. They're like it was too much battle. I just grew tired of it, and I was like, wow. I, on the other hand, was eating that shit up with a spoon every step of the way. Once again, once I saw it, and I liked the fact that once you saw it, it was worth the payoff because when you could see, fine. First of all. It wasn't dark the entire episode. The Correct. very first shot, I have to give this credit. The very first shot we see is Sam's hands shaking. Right. right? Somebody hands him two dragon glass daggers. Right. Just if your hands are going to shake, you got something in here. Take this. Everybody's getting ready because they know shit is coming. And this was a one take shot. It was about about two and three minute long scene. But Sam went down the courtyard. Free- first of all, he was freaking out. Then it kind of turned to Leanna Mormont. And she's getting, people, yeah, and she's getting the, 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 you know, the soldiers ready, you know, man this front, you know, get this ready. Right. Goes back to Sam. Sam's walking by Tyrion and flawlessly it just goes back to Tyrion. And then you follow and Tyrion, Tyrion going all the way to floggins of wine. You know, yep. he's, he's, he's just getting like, ready and doing yep. his thing. It was a good looking shot and it set up things nicely because you have you have the um, worry about war. From mm-hmm. Sam finally like, okay, we got to go do what we got to do, to people actually doing it, getting ready, people barking orders, and then finally people like, hey, I'm getting drunk. Right. I can't. I, I've nothing. not been able to do anything else, so I might yep. as well go ahead and yep. do this. Let's get ready and do this. Have yeah. a drink and kill things. Yeah. And so. then as Tyrion walks by, you see Theon pushing Bran into the into the the, the were, over by the werewood tree. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. I mean, we, we've got all our main pieces. It's kind of like setting up a chessboard at this yeah. point. You know, you've got all the main characters kind of doing their thing. You see Jamie and Brienne as everything kind of pans away. They're leading the Knights of the Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Grey Worm in, in front of the Unsullied. You see Jorah leading the Dothraki. Yeah. And th- this massive, like, sweeping scene, you finally see that uh, Daenerys and Jon mount both of the dragons and kind of go to an overlook. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to, I'm glad to see all the places and the people being set. I wish... I'm glad it worked out in the end, but I when I when Ghost rode up with Jorah, I was like, "Don't kill Ghost!" Like, yeah. no, no, was, no, 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 exact no, same way. No, like, no, go to the crypts, do something. I'm you like, know? come on, no, man, we've already front seen. Line. We've already you know? seen Nymeria pretty much disavow uh, Arya. We've seen 
Oh, it's just we've seen mm-hmm. so we've seen Shaggy Dog get beheaded. I mean, we've seen all of this stuff happen to the Stark the the Stark direwolves, and I'm just like, no, don't do it. And then it goes dark. Then you can't see shit. Right. Which was a good shot because it put when I watched it the second time and I saw it a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. You could just see the darkness, and it was it was a thing of terror. I mean, you could feel it—the cold, the unknowing—and then you just see one person riding on yep. horseback, and it was Melisandre, the red yep. woman. And again, another van-worthy shot because just like the, her red, you know, against visions all against all the darkness and like white of the snow, it was damn pretty. So when she comes up and she's over there, Cindy Margolis to everybody, right? And she's like, hold up your swords. When she said, hold up your swords, like, oh, she's going to fucking do well, it. If, if you notice, man, when she when she says, you know, do you speak their tongue? She says that to Jorah. Jorah mm-hmm. kind of looks at her like, what are you doing? So he, she tells him, you know, ra- tell them to raise their swords. Well, the Dothraki, you know, take instruction from Jorah. They raise mm-hmm. their, their kind of sickle swords. Yep. And as she does that, she goes up to the leader of the Dothraki grabs a hold of his sword and ignites that shit after an incantation like Beric Dondarrion. Yep. It's like, holy shit. Yep. Now, we got to stop for just a second because, I mean, as as much as we liked it, the, the expression on Sansa and Arya's face as, like, one sword lights and all of the swords Whoosh. on the Dothraki just kind of go from left to right on the screen, they were as amazed, I think, as we were watching yeah. it. Yeah. Because that was some dope shit. It was some sweet looking shit. And you know what? What a morale booster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. They're about we to got go, flaming swords they're, now. They're about to go find the darkness. What else? You? What better weapon than a fucking flaming sword? It gives you light and it gives you badassery. Exactly. You and got it, a sharp ass torch. Right? And there are already <laughs> these like big ass Dothraki running around on horseback being all crazy as shit. Now with flaming swords. That's a thing of fucking terror. Now with more flaming swords. Right? That's almost as scary as an army of zombies coming at you, exactly. right? Exactly. So they're like, all right, charge, right? So they're going on. And this was this was another sweet sweet shot because we're like yeah flaming Dothraki look how badass it is they run in and they just hit this wall this wall, wall of zombies of dead, yeah. and we just see it again and again another thing of repeating and it was just scary because then all of a sudden you just see the the lights being extinguished slowly just slowly and yep. I was like holy shit yeah that's because I mean we scary right we knew that some of the Dothraki were gonna die but not fucking. All of them. <laughs> right. And, and that was what was crazy because <coughs> a, as the lights start to get extinguished, as their sword the flames start to go... lights went out in Georgia. They start to retreat. Yeah. The Dothraki don't retreat. <laughs> you know, so to see that, you see Jorah riding back and he's he's just visually just demolished. Well, like, holy shit. I mean, shit. he's bloodied. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of riding. He's, he's not even really riding like erect in horseback. I mean, he's kind of hunched over a yeah. little bit. And as he rides by, he shares a look with Tormund, and Tormund kind of gives him this look like, oh, fuck, because Jorah's just defeated at that point. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I took 2,500 or however many Dothraki that they had. And there's like five left. And there's five of us that are coming right. back. So we, ba- she's we barely hanging on, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we, we are more than fucked. Let's get out of here, right? And they're like, okay, shit, let's, let's fight him. And... Again, the wall, the, just the massive amount of, like, dead just piling over and coming over people. It was fucking intense. Mm-hmm. It was intense and scary. I dug the ever-living shit out of it. Yeah, because, I mean, for the first time, I think you actually get uh, kind of something that it was alluded to earlier on in the season when Grey Worm is actually, like, frightened for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually 
fearful of, of you know, not only necessarily his, his men of the Unsullied, but also also um, all of the things that are going on with... Um, with, with him and... Uh, right, with, with just him. Yeah. I mean, because he is like, oh, shit, am I going to die right here? Right. Because everything that he's said up until this point has been... You know, he's when we survive. Right. He's got to think more about not necessarily himself. And that's what scares him. He's thinking about Masande as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their relationship. So for him to actually show fear, you're just like, okay, we've we've seen this fearless warrior just completely kick some ass. I was half expecting when uh, uh, Melisandre walked up. When she told him Valar Morghulis, mm -hmm. I thought she was going to light all the unsullied spear tips Me on too. fire. Me too. That would have been fucking cool. Well, I thought so too. That would have been But it would have been overkill. Sweet, it, yeah. I mean, you already have flaming swords. Flaming spears would have been nice. But what we got was even fucking better. Right. So, so of course, they retreat. Everybody retreats. Brian the Tars like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Jamie comes down like, hey, okay, let's do this shit. Everybody's running back because, again, here comes this wall of zombies. So they have this really dope plan, which is very fucking smart. That um, they have this moat, again, yeah, a, a gigantic trough. Yeah, a guy with, with all these like uh, burning pikes with these pikes yet to be on fire, and they're like, "All right, let's do this, right?" But meanwhile, they sent uh, while the army of the dead is coming uh, and obliterating the Dothraki and everybody else. Now we go to the other front of John and Daenerys doing strafing runs yeah, with, on with the dragon. Yeah. Looking bad fucking ass. Yeah, and I mean that's where I think a lot of people have to kind of shut their face mm -hmm. when they talk about how dark it was. Because I, I like at least for me personally, I mean, I'm not gonna score down because the episode is a little darker. I, I really liked the fact that you got like the the infinite brightness. Mm-hmm. Against all of the darkness. You, yeah. Like, when when they're doing the strafing runs, just everything is just ignited. Right. And it's just insane. And you know what? It makes sense. Because even if you are going to be, you're going to be fighting at night in the open wilderness on a cloudy day with a fucking snowstorm, you know, because the Night King brings a fucking snowstorm with them, you know it's going to be, like, hard to see shit. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense. But at the same time, yeah, would I like to see a little bit more? Yeah, but I'm glad with what we got. But anyway, we're continuing. Yeah, as, as we're going through the battle sequence and whatnot, I mean, and we'll save a lot of that for, you know, the actual action piece of it. Just mm -hmm. really go watch it. Yeah. But we see that John sees the white generals. They're down in a line, and he's like, okay, well, if I can get to them, you know, maybe I won't be able to kill the Night King because at this point, we still don't know where the Night King is. He's, mm -hmm. not, he's not made his grand appearance. Right. So... We know he's got a dragon, but all of the generals are still on horseback. John sees him after he's doing the strafing runs, and he goes after him. We've seen this time and time again with John. He is incredibly impetuous with his decisions. I understand why he did that mm -hmm. because if he figures he can take if out the generals, the he can kill if, the he can kill exactly. the army. And the same thing with Daenerys. Daenerys does the same thing. She's impetuous as well because right. they're like, okay, hold on. We got to wait for the something for the generals or the Night King or something mm -hmm. bigger to happen. But she's like, look, everybody's, we need to help them. Yeah. She goes, the dead are already here. Yeah. So let's, so she's like, and you know what? I'm going to say this. She's a hundred percent fucking right. If you got dragons and you can take out a couple of people on a strafing run, fucking do it. You know, mm -hmm. and that's less you have to deal with later on. But of course that plan bites him in the ass. Literally. That's true. So, but while we while we've got the battle kind of raging on, we see that Sam gets knocked to the ground, mm -hmm. and you know who helps him back up? Ed from the Night's Watch. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when, when you, you when you try somebody, to be nice, right? He gets speared through the back. So 
Ed is officially our first main character slash you know secondary character that gets offed. Here's the thing: I've seen a lot of people give Sam shit how he didn't do not much on the battlefield, but he tried. You know, he did it. I mean, like, oh, he got Ed killed. No, at the same time, you're battling everybody. He's trying. At least he just he just had to take on a whole bunch that was tearing him down. Mm-hmm. So you got to give him a little bit of credit. But at the same time, yeah, fucking. This is war, dude. But I mean, he's not Come a on. fighter. He's not a so no, that's he true. Never has he's not a hundred percent fighter. So, I mean, he's a fucking scholar. Right. He's a goddamn doctor. So I mean, he did save Jorah. And I mean, honestly, if you look at the episode overall, Jorah's kinda the the co MVP. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's been the MVP for a while. Yeah. So there's been a few MVPs. Right. So as you know, everybody's getting pushed back by this this unwavering wall of the dead just, you know, continuing to throw bodies at people and whatnot. And even the dead that are on the battlefield start to rise, and you know they're they're getting just inundated. Gray Worm makes the decision that you know everybody is going to retreat. Well, they've got a really cool yeah like retreat system because as you were talking about, you know, like the the lit pikes and everything in this trench, they they try to figure out how they're going to be able to ignite this trench. Mm-hmm. So when, as Gray Worm pulls back, and it, he's kind of torn. Because, I mean, he is the general of the, the, the Unsullied. And there's still, like, half his fleet out and, there. And the Unsullied are protecting the retreat. Mm-hmm. But he has to make the decision that, you know, hey, I have to sacrifice all of the Unsullied if we're going to make this stand. Yeah. So as he crosses the bridge, you know, he's the last man to blow it, isn't, you know, for right. lack of a better way. But it, it kind of collapses on itself, and it becomes pikes. Yeah, that was sweet looking. So as the, the dead are, you know, continuing to approach... The Unsullied are trying to hold them back, and they just can't do it. Well, the dead get to the pikes, and they start jumping through. They start they start squeezing right. through, and they're already dead, so they don't give a fuck. So they're just like sliding in there, getting all gory and shit. It's a good looking shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this really is like this could be a horror movie. Yep. Right. Um, and they're like, all right, the the plan was Daenerys and John were supposed to stay on there, wait for the signal, then like the trench. And Davos says, you know, they can't see us. They right. can't see our torches because the storm mm-hmm. that the generals and the Night King are bringing with them tear out the lights so they're like what are we gonna do everybody's trying to throw arrows and at for the first for a second the arrows are sticking but then the storm is blowing them out mm-hmm. and then gray worm has a fantastic plan he goes he looks at melisandre and goes hey let's do this right <laughs> so and that was a cool shot that was cool as shit because you see probably i, I want to say maybe 20 or 30 of the unsullied come out and they form this gigantic u yeah like, fence around her yeah and it's kind of like what we saw in the 300 where all the Spartans kind of interlock shields. Mm-hmm. You have the Unsullied do the exact same thing. They extend their spears to, to put up another protective wall. And Melisandre goes up to one of the pikes and she starts doing her, you know, High Valerian incantation. Dominus Rectus. Right. Yeah. And as one of the dead is starting to, you know, make an, an, an approach. And I mean, he's going balls to the wall right. after. He's all up in it. He's and all can, up in it to win it. She's like freaking out. She's, she's like, really Cindy Margolis, Cindy Margolis, Cindy Margolis. <laughs> right. And so, and then right at the last minute, finally, like the Lord of Light, boop, boom, just blows up this trench. And it's fucking rad, dude. Yeah, because the the next, <coughs> I guess the next aerial shot we see of that is the trench igniting all the way around, around the perimeter winter. of yeah. Winterfell. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can see like how how many of you know how, how many of on both sides have fallen. It was rad though because it looked like Christmas lights. Yeah, you know exactly. Like, and now here on Times Square, we're gonna flip the switch. Like the White Walkers, really White Walkers, are like snowmen and shit. <laughs> No, but it was dope. It was just, everything was so sweet looking. But, unfortunately, the perimeter doesn't hold for long because this scene was fucking 
cold-blooded. I really enjoyed this scene. So they have a moment of reprieve because the trench works. Again, a brilliant, brilliant strategy on all fronts. Yep, absolutely. They did the best they could with what they could. So very, very smart. They had their best players where they needed to be. So they made the hasty retreat inside of there. And then finally, here comes the Night King. He just, oh, no, we missed uh, uh, the aerial fight. Yeah, no, keep going. Okay. You're, you're good. So um, so here comes the Night King, right? And he's like, hey, I got a better idea. If you guys are just going to stand there, fuck you guys. You're dead. We got enough. Let's do this, right? So he's, he gives them the, like, the tally-ho signal to go yeah, on he just holds up his hand. Yep. And like slowly but surely, one or two uh, the White Walkers start like impaling themselves. They just and lay themselves just on lay the themselves fire. on the fire, and pretty soon it starts making these like paths, extinguishing extinguishing just enough for like the dead to just like uh-huh. overflow. Yeah, exactly. It was insane looking because then the aerial shot you saw, you just saw like this small army of people in this little uh, in in this keep, but just this ocean of just moving. Yeah. Body part of moving dead. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what all that we saw. It was fucking rad. Again, another van worthy shot. And to get back to like the aerial scene that you were, were talking about, you know, you see that John and, and Daenerys are doing their strafing runs and whatnot. And amidst this like blizzard condition, they actually run into one another. Mm-hmm. Well, during the during this whole you know confusion and whatnot, John's trying to get a hold of Danny. Well, the Night King actually attacks with Viserion. Out of and nowhere. It just, just comes straight out of the, the snowbanks, and he's just like, mm-hmm. And we had a really, really kick-ass, like, aerial scene between, like, the CGI dragons, you know, and their riders. Um, but then, you know, after everything is said and done, after they lose track of the Night King, you've got Jon and Daenerys in a really pretty shot. Yeah, this shot when was they, rad. They actually get above the blizzard, and it's like the two dragons just kind of floating. Yeah. This wasn't side of the van shot. This was even better. This was like Trapper Keeper shot. Yeah, this was like black light with like velvet painting cool. Right? This was fucking sweet because it was just the moonlight. It was, I was half expecting them to like to form the bat signal, you know, in the <laughs> moonlight, right? Or like House Targaryen, right? Or something like that. But it was just a, it was a good looking shot. And then they have to go back in the clouds because... I gotta give the Night King his props, man. He had some he had some moves on him. He used the clouds to his advantage. Yep. And like, good not good on him because he's a fucking asshole and deserved to die. But at the same time, like, I mean, he's got powers for a reason. But it was a good looking aerial. It was tense. Yeah. Because the Night King many a times was like right on their ass, just oh, yeah. lighting people up. I mean, he almost burned Daenerys to death. I mean, because mm-hmm. Viserion was just going ham. Yeah. And I mean. He was literally on her dragon tail, mm-hmm. you know, burning everything up, just trying to get to her. Well, you know, during the retreat and whatnot, I did find it ironic and kind of sweet in a way that as the hound is retreating, Arya is the one that saves his ass. Yeah. You know, yeah. after all the shit that she's talked, they they have this very uneasy almost kinship now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been because of their travels, you know. She hated him while they were traveling together. She kind of even hates him now. Well, because yeah, exactly. He's a cantankerous asshole. He's an asshole because he had a de- he had one of the, the walkers right on his ass. I mean, like literally, like just like a gnat's ass hair away from just getting him. And he looks and he sees Arya and Arya lo- and they lock eyes and she just just looks at him and goes, "You fucker!" and just shoots. He he had that look like half expect like that arrow's for me, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> with just cause. And finally, it gets him, saves him, and he goes. Thanks. And just runs off, you know? <laughs> and it was a cool looking shot. 
But another cool shot, going back to the dragons, I really like the dragon battle. No, the dragon battle was dope. In I the mean, clouds. I'm not lie, yeah. When he like when he ripped the face off of uh the undead dragon, Frostworm, and like Fro- Fro- you mean Viserion? Sure. Frostworm? Sure. That's the undead dragon. That's <laughs> going back to my wow days. There you go. So <laughs> that's that's just that's Frostworm. Right. So so when they're tearing Frostworm up and like ripping out his like jugular and shit yeah that was sweet yeah but finally then one of the dragons uh john snow's dragon and his name is ragal okay so ragal he apparently gets hit because he comes down because he he it's i mean a good dragon fight yeah he comes down and then we don't see him for the rest of the show now my first instinct was like okay he's gonna come back and save the day but we don't see him for the rest of the fucking show Hey, man, he's out licking his wounds. I thought he was dead. No. I mean, we know in, like, with spoilers, we know in the previews. Nah, you, can't, you can't kill a dragon off unceremoniously like that. Right. So, uh-huh. as, you know, we're kind of flipping through the battle and everything, we get a nice little, like, story snippet. Because we get Tyrion down in the crypt along with Varys and, and Sansa. Mm-hmm. You know, because as they're up on the ramparts and Sansa and Arya are looking on, Arya tells her, you know, look, get down to the crypt. You know, you're doing nothing up here besides just spectating, and, and we're going about to see some shit. I thought it was a cool little callback, for, and this is what the show has done repeatedly. That's mm-hmm. why when we go into Conjectureville, I've got, a, I've got an idea for you. So, as Sansa's getting ready to leave the Rampart in Winterfell, because she's overlooking the battle and everything, Arya hands her a dragon glass dagger, and she goes, make sure you use the pointy end. Yeah. That's exactly. Because I don't know how to use it. She goes, you right. use the pointy end. That's exactly what John told Arya when he gave her needle mm-hmm. back in the the first season. Yeah. So I like the callbacks that they're doing between these characters. There was a lot of callbacks, especially with Arya. Oh yeah, and absolutely. we'll go into that later on. Yep. But I mean, a so, lot of callbacks as they're down in the crypt. Which honestly, I think that's the stupidest damn place in the entire place you could have been. That's what I. That's what I said. And sure enough, sure as shit. So, like, because why would you go into a place with nothing but the dead when you're fighting someone who can control the dead? Yeah, who can resurrect the dead. Right? So, like, what makes you think that's a smarter move? You should have put everybody in the fucking wine cellar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know that place has got some rad-ass wine cellars. It's fucking Winterfell! Yeah, so before all the, the, the dead in the crypt start to rise and whatnot, Tyrion and Sansa have some really nice beats. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that Sophie Turner and Peter Dinklage probably stole like the character part of the show for me because yeah. Yeah. as they're talking Tyrion makes mention of something like it wasn't that bad it wasn't that bad being married and Sansa goes no you were the best of them and he, he goes, goes Jesus <laughs> yeah, I mean, his, his response is just great because he's just like well that's okay damn goes, wow that's 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 harsh but like I really enjoyed this part and there was even a part later on where Tyrion, he wants to go and he wants to fight. He goes, hey, that was at the Battle of Blackwater. I saved the fucking day, you know? And Varys is like, yeah, look what happened to you. He goes, don't try and be a hero. Right? And he goes, but I can go and do stuff. He wants to be a part of it. And with, with and in fairness, it's Tyrion. Yeah. He can hold his own, yeah. you know? I mean, but, he's not the best warrior, but I right? mean, at least he's 
clever enough to get himself not killed. But I then, guess for lack, for lack of a better way of saying it, I mean, he's not dead yet, and he was in the Battle of Blackwater. Right? But then Sophie Turner being kind of like a Debbie Downer and kind of like, no, you're here for the same reason why I'm here. We can't, can't do, do shit. Anything. Like, yep. we can't do nothing. So we're just here with the women and children and the units. Bears. Yeah. Right? So, like, <laughs> well, what are we going to do? And so... I think she could have phrased it a little bit better, but she had points. She did have points. And <laughs> I thought, you need I, your best warriors up there right, right You don't need now. people getting in the way. And I, that's why I don't understand why Sam was up there. I mean, I understand able-bodied man, you know, back He's in the- He's a goddamn the, doctor. He should be with, like, in the, the triage. Exactly, yeah. He should be playing Hawkeye for MASH. You right. Know? He's, he should be, like, doctoring people up as they're coming off the battlefield. But in fairness- Against the dead, there's probably not a lot of, <laughs> of like, patience Not, not a lot of meatball surgery <laughs> right? going on there. Yeah. It's already a meatball sub, you know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> but help out the kids. I mean, you need a little... If shit would have went sour, they should have sent, like, a little bit of the Unsullied, like, maybe seven or eight of them to the crypts if shit went sour, you know? Yep. I think that I think, personally, that was a bad tactical move on their part. Yeah, I, I can see I, I can see where it builds suspense for the story, and I yeah. can see why they wouldn't want to put anybody but, in the crypt because if the dead get that close, I mean, I, I just I don't understand why they didn't think about it. Right, but right, why would you think to put Unsullied down there because you need every able body that's able to carry arms? That's true on the battlefield. At the same time, you want us to have some sort of protection for the women and children in Unix. So but that's like, what you got Tyrion down there for. That's true. You know, so you had like a, a very minimal skeleton crew of any type skeleton of skeleton crew uh, uh, of people trying to, you know, keep all the, the women and children, all the people that couldn't defend themselves safe. But the the best part in, in regards to what was happening down in the crypts is when, you know, Sansa and Tyrion have that that line, that little exchange, you know. And, and she goes, well, you were the best of them. Tyrion goes back to her, well, that's a terrifying thought. Right. He's just like, I'm a whoremonger drunk, and I'm the best. Exactly. But, I mean, in his defense, I mean, it was Joffrey and Ramsay Bolton, so that's true. he was the best. I mean, that's setting the bar real fucking low. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying? and, you know, as he says, he wants to be up there. He wants to be fighting and everything. But then, then she, he, she drops she drops mad knowledge on him. Right? And just we says, can't do shit. We can't do shit. Right? But here's the thing. And then it proves it because later on you hear like, holy shit, let me in the cribs, let me in the cribs, help me, help me, help me. Because all this chaos is going around him. And then it just goes silent because like the dead have already killed everybody trying to go in. Mm -hmm. So like maybe, then Tyrion's like, maybe this is the best place for me to hang out. Right. And so. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him because that is probably the best place for him to be. You know, and, and as everything kind of breaks out, you know, they're still down in the crypt. We get another cut shot where Theon and the Ironborn are in the, the Weirwood and they're, they're protecting Bran. And as, as everything kind of goes on, and this is a part of the episode that I've got a real issue with. Mm, so, maybe and your I think, beef is my beef. Yeah, I think our beef is the same beef. Okay, so as Theon and the Ironborn are protecting Bran as he's in the, in the Weirwood, and he's supposed to be bait for the Night King. Right. You know... Theon is, is is trying to apologize to Bran, and Bran's exact words are, "Everything you did, everything you did, brought you to where you are now, where you belong, home." home. And then he goes, "I have to I'm, leave now. I'm going now." I'm like, Bye. Jesus Christ, man! He just wargs out into a flock of uh, birds, birds and flies away. Doesn't do shit. Like if he could have made the birds do something, like like I'm not like saying, maybe peck out the Night King's eyeballs or something. Right, go attack the general or something. I understand. Like you don't want to set up if you have the bait right there and you're gonna work out. 
what if like you don't want the the crows being murdered? Murder crows. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the crows being attacked because then you're dead too. But at the same time, you, you don't just sit there while everybody's trying to save your ass. Bye. Do something. And if you didn't do something, like say I didn't do shit, you know? Right. You, you know, it reminded me. It reminded me. <laughs> you know, like. It, after the monorail gets derailed and then Leonard Nemo is like, well, my work here is done. He just, you didn't do anything. Did, did I? I? <laughs> and just transports away. That's exactly what I thought. Brian's like, all right, bye. Later on, when shit gets real and he's about to get his comeuppance. Hey, what I miss? Fuck you, man. <laughs> like you could have brought some like ravens and shit. Something. Working to another dragon. Do something. You know, go back in time. I don't know what he did. I hope he, I hope next episode he's like, you know, I actually, while I was on there, I pecked out Cersei's eyes or something. You know, just yeah, fucking something, something yeah, crazy something great, yeah. nobody would even expect. Because without that, and if we don't get any closure with that part, that's going to be real sore in my eyes. Yeah, you know it, what I'm saying? It, it's going to be, it, it's going to be stuck in my craw for quite exactly, a while. Exactly. Because Bates should do at least something. Not just that they're like, later, dude. Whoop. It's you like, know? hey, man, I'm going to take a nap. You might protect me for a while against the army of the undead. Didn't I? And, 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 a, and a blue dude that's going to come kill me. Come on now. So we get that nice little beat between Bran and Theon. Fuck that dude. And, you know, the battle is still raging on. Mm-hmm. So the next part I really want to talk about is, that, you know, I was incorrect. What Gendry was forging for Arya was not a ballistic knife. It was it's a... Darth Maul! It was a double-ended dragon glass break-apart staff. It was Darth Maul and badass, too, so, because it was perfect, because she could do the staff thing, and then when she needed to go, like, close quarters, she could uh-huh. break it up and do stick, 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 stick. And she kicked some major ass, dude. Yeah, I she mean, did. We understand yeah, she that did. she's a faceless man or faceless woman she's or whatever you want to say. Goddamn, hands down, the best fighter in entire Westeros and Easteros. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I still got to give it to John. John's killed more people. Mm-mm. John's killed way more people. Jon Snow. Yep. Whatever. John's killed dude. way more people. Whatever, dude. Fucking. If it came down to, it, we even saw. Arya could sneak up on Jon Snow. You know she's got that Mad Ninja skills. It don't matter. Mad Ninja matter. skills. Mad We're going to ag- agree to disagree because we need to get on with the episode. Okay. <laughs> so as Arya's doing her thing, and I mean, we... we Fucking people. Uh, the, the, nice part stick, about, stick, stick, stick. the nice part about the way they shot this particular episode of the Game of Thrones is they broke it really down into three sections. I mean, we had an action movie. We had a thriller, and we had a dead set horror movie. I love because it. as Arya is making her retreat, because I mean, there's just too many. As she gets down to the library at Winterfell, it becomes a, it becomes a horror movie Holy because shit, everything yeah. is so quiet. Yeah, because the you dead have, are all around her. You have this big, big, big bombastic fucking dragons firing off in space, fucking zombies breaking space down. Space dragons! <laughs> Check out my space dragon, right? We have all this shit going on, and then you have this quiet library scene. Yeah, where the where the dead are just kind of shuffling around, mm-hmm. and they're just waiting for any noise. And she's got to put her mad ninja skills into action again. She's like, okay, f- quiet in the library, you know? And she's over there, Shh. I'm trying to read! <laughs> so, so she, seriously, because like, it was totally quiet in the library, because you have to be quiet. And I, that If that was the pun, it wasn't wasted on me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, it's because then she uses the book to like throw him away. But I really like the scene where you think she like got Escape. away. Yeah. Yeah. But she's under the table in here. Bloop. Bloop. Mm-hmm. 
and, and it, it just drops got, of her blood. Yeah, she's she, got a wound on her head. She got her ass beat. Yeah, she got thrown into a wall like a door frame violently, and it showed it. And I even like went, ooh, you know, that hurt my head. Oh my god, he broke him in half. Right, <laughs> Jim Ross doing the play by play at Winterfell. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Right, so like. <laughs> she's already discombobulated and then the blood and then that walker comes down like and i was like oh where'd she go poof ninja vanish man ninja aria yeah right she is badass and she's up there escaping she thinks she's escaped because she ran in that library and she's like holy shit and i really want to talk about this thing because it was good as shit then all of a sudden jump scare brah this army of the undead burst down the door she has she goes shit she <laughs> she has to run the dead in the library come after, so she's got double the dead, and they're chasing her down this hallway, and it was claustrophobic as fuck. Yep. Good thing she was on her home turf. Because, yeah, but even, she actually knew where the hell she was going. Right? But at the same time, I didn't, and I was just like, holy shit, because they're right on her ass, and it's going ducking and weaving and going fast, following her in this dark-ass place with just enough light where you can see the action. It was intense. I was like, ooh, this is this is taut horror. Yeah. And as she links up with the Hound and Beric Dondarrion, you know, we we find out that Beric Dondarrion is actually the second person that falls to the dead mm-hmm. because he gets stabbed multiple times. I mean, and, and big up <laughs> to that dude because, I mean, he was getting prison shanked by a bunch of those guys. But as they were fighting through, the Hound grabs a hold of Arya and says, there's nothing that we can do, which, again, is a callback to the Red Wedding. There's, there's nothing more that we can do. Mm-hmm. He grabs Arya, then knocks her out. But he just grabs a hold of her, swoops her up, and takes her into this chamber. Well, Barrick kind of follows in shortly thereafter and, and dies. Yeah. But Melisandre is in the same is in the same area. Before we go into that, I want to go a little bit. We didn't talk about the hound. I want to talk about something a little bit about okay. the hound. Um, he froze. And well, he's scared I mean, of fire. He and the undead. And just to see him freeze like that, everybody, even Barrack was like, <laughs> "Get like, back into the fray!" Like, come yeah. on, we need you. Wake up, wake up, fuck off! I mean, that was his exact <laughs> line too. Fuck off, we're toast. And he goes, "No, no, 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 we're not toast." You tell her that. Look at Arya, and, and Arya's Arya, fighting her ass off. She's fighting her ass off, and the shit's coming at her, and she's trying to do whatever she can. She's he rolling goes, down a roof, right? He goes, "Holy shit, she needs help." I'm glad that fucking snapped her out of it. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That was good on that for her to see, for him to see. Like, look. She needs my help, and even though I'm a cantankerous old fuck, I still love the girl because we spare we spend a long time together. You know, I was her lone wolf and cub in her for a long time, so I'm glad that that's what snapped him out of yep. it. And the whole time, we don't even have to do too much into Jamie and Brienne, but that was a cool scene too when the dead was coming at him, and then they had ja- they had Jamie dead. Oh, even rights. even Pod, right? You know, Podrick was there too, and I mean. You can see Jamie almost get dogpiled, mm-hmm. and then Podrick is just fighting his ass off. Mm-hmm. It cuts to Brienne, and Brienne is just sitting there screaming like just a mad warrior, just going ham on everything. She, she took a swipe with her broadsword and it took out like three people right at once. She took off that dude's head just to save Jamie, and good on them. And that little fight scene that they had where they were back to back, like using like not even, not quite like kung fu using each other to fight, but like guarding each other and fighting everybody back to get to Podrick. And help everybody out was really really pretty I it did, was a good looking shot i did think it was highly ironic too that the fact that you get jamie and and brianne both using two portions of ned stark's sword yeah to defend each other in winterfell I that's mean, pretty def- rad they're defending winterfell with a, a melted down ned stark sword mm-hmm. and i was just like 
oh shit, that's kind of cool. That the irony of that isn't lost on me, mm-hmm. right? So a, as they're going through and they're battling and everything, you see that you know Arya the Hound and Beric Dondarrion get into this chamber and they kind of break through and Melisandre is there. And Melisandre even mentions to Arya, you know, we've met before. You remember this, and I told you that you know you would shut many eyes forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the mad the the mad droppage of the spoiler that you know up until this point I didn't see it coming, but the minute that line was uttered, I'm just like, okay, yeah. I didn't see I didn't see that coming. I didn't see because she said her line was, "You're going to close a lot of eyes, uh, brown, brown eyes, eyes, green, green eyes, eyes, and, and blue, blue eyes. eyes." I thought that meant to her. Like, I didn't think she was going to go what she was going to do, and we'll get to that. I mean, but again, it's fucking spoilers. I didn't think it was going to mean she was going to end the thing, but I thought that meant she was going to kill a lot of motherfuckers. Like, like a lot of whites or maybe don't the generals. Don't give up. Yeah, right. don't give up. You still got a lot of killing to do. And she goes, but then when she says, what do we tell the god of death? Yeah. Right? Exactly what Sirio Pharrell used to tell her all the time. Not today. And, she and goes, then Ari just bolts. She goes, Ninja vanish, just throws smoke and just disappears for the rest of the episode. She doesn't throw smoke, she just leaves. She should, she fucking should, she fucking should. And you know what? Good on, uh, they, uh, uh, I could call him Derek. Barrick? Barrick, fucking one-eyed Willie. Good thing that, um, <laughs> good, I really liked his death because he went out like a fucking G. Cause he he went, did go out like a G. He went, <laughs> I mean, straight, like, D-block human, San Quentin. I mean, right, he straight, he human, he human Jesus, and he yep. like, barricaded the dead and just, just kept stick, getting stabbed. Stick, 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 stick. He must have got stuck 26 times, and then they finally, like, all right, get your ass in here, and he just dies. At least they didn't die like him get gnarled, and he goes, look, he was here for a purpose, and he served his purpose. Yep. We've all, that's what we're here for, you know? That should have been a cue for me what was going to happen at the very, very, very end with Melisandre. But it wasn't. But like, right. I like that. She goes, everybody, it, all roads led up to here. Yeah, and even even in the, the very beginning of the episode, I mean, we didn't touch on it, but it, it's pretty much... It's it's pretty much mentioned everywhere that when she comes into Winterfell before the battle sequence starts, she runs into Davos and she goes, "You don't need to worry about executing me, Sir Davos. I will be dawn. dead by dawn. Right? You dead know, by be dawn. De- <laughs> I will be dead by morning." And Davos just kind of sheaths the sword again. And he's just like, "What the hell is that supposed to mean? Are we all gonna die?" So you know, fast forward through everything. Arya takes off out of this chamber, and the Hound <laughs> is. The Hound and Melisandre are kind of in this room, just kind of hold up for the rest of the episode. Right. Uh, up until the very end when we see what, what you were alluding to. Because I think the Hound's spent. Oh, because yeah. Because he's already, he's like, look, I'm gonna just going to, I'm done. I, I I did my part, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good, because that means he's safe from for to take down the mountain. Yep. So, anyway. Um, we got to get to Theana and Bran in, in the in the little garden of, of Winterfell. Before we get to that, there was one, like, we got to talk about Lyanna Mormont. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah, talk about Lyanna Mormont. And the there's, lady there's, of Bear, some, there's some the, more stuff we got to talk about. But the we lady got of Bear Island. Jesus Christ, she went out like a fucking G. She did. She got bitch slapped by an, by one of the giants. The, bi- okay, the so giant first of all, white. So first of all, you have undead goddamn giant, which is a thing of awesomeness already. Bursting down the wall like he's in the undead Kool Aid flavor, right? Oh yeah, right. So he's over there. Little Lyanna's like. What the fuck? Poof! Right, just yeah, she gets she gets backhanded. Down, right, like nothing. He's over there taking out the barricades, and if that giant went any further, he would have fucked everything yep. up. Right. So finally, she gets up. Everybody's dead around her. Everybody's just being torn up. She's like, "Oh hell no!" She just lets out this battle cry, Rah! charges at the giant. 
I didn't see it coming. I thought I, I liked the way it happened. He picked up the giant and he's just there crushing her, right? Uh-huh. And he looks cool and, and as you shit. Can, and you can hear it. Just crawling. like her armor's like crushing. Because right? he's like five times her size, right? Five. Dude, she's like four foot tall. Come on now. But I get what you're he's saying. He's huge. Enough to crush her in one hand. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, ah. And it almost looked like he was going to bite her. No, he was. He was going to okay. bite her head off because I was like, he's just going to go, ah, like that. Like the rancor. Why fucking not? He's a goddamn undead zombie. I mean, even the giants are undead giant. The giants did that even when they're alive. That's true. Okay. So I was like, oh, no. But then she goes, ah, one last move. She just takes the dagger and stick right in the eye. And then they both kind of fall down dead because he kind of dies on top of her. And I'm like, if you were going to go out in Liana Mormont, that is the way you needed to go that out. Exactly that is exactly how you needed to go yep. out. You don't just get slapped and get knocked against the wall or anything. Mm-hmm. You don't get taken out by you just take, a, a normal dead person. You take down the like, like prison rules, the biggest, baddest motherfucker you can find. Because she answered the call. Right? Yeah, she did. <laughs> right in the eye. Poof. Stick. Good on her. Absolutely. And unfortunately, she went. But you know what? I'm glad. I'm not I'm glad she's dead, but I'm glad she went out like that. So I'm glad everybody went out the way they went out because everybody went out like they were supposed to. Yep. So as Theon and the Ironborn are protecting Bran in the in, by the Weirwood and you know in the, inside the little garden of Winterfell, you get a really cool sequence where, like, dude, they're the, all they're doing is just loosen arrows everywhere, like flaming arrows at everything. I gotta eat my words, dude. Fucking, I didn't think Rickety Cricket was. I told as you badass, Rickety Cricket dude. was gonna kick ass, dude. I didn't think Rickety Cricket was as badass as what he was because he was fucking Hawkeye in it, dude. He, he was straight like, up was. Funk, 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 and I was like, God damn, Theon. But then I remembered they talked about how he was like an excellent badass marksman. Mm-hmm. He's just not a good. He just lost his nerve fighting nerve. But I think that pep talk was like, you know, thank you for helping me out. I gotta go. Bye. You know. <laughs> not what he needed but just enough because i guess what he had I, to have guess what i'm gonna get okay cool all right let's fucking hawkeye this shit stick 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 he went orlando bloom that ass man he legalized it yeah he did so it was great i was like holy shit good on you theon yep and as every kind everything kind of breaks out we see that the the night king has come down yeah you know he he's going into you know winterfell and as everything kind of breaks out you got Danny sitting yeah. on Drogon, yep. and she just looks at him and gives him this look. Like Drogon is about probably fifty feet away from the Night King, mm-hmm. and she straight up Dracarys. Dracarys, and she's Boosh. like smiling. The music's getting all loud, and ba-da. right. Then all of a sudden, the Night King is just still there, he goes, and he's kind of smirking. Yeah, because he goes that one shit, and then he goes, "Oh look." A spear, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look what I have here. And even Daniel's like, oh shit, right? Because, I mean, let's face it, that's how they got Frostworm in the first place. So, Frostworm. <laughs> so, but first of all, one, at least Danny tried, although what made her think it would work? I mean, but what made her Dude, think it wouldn't it's work? Dragon fire. It's a dragon fire. Why not? But two, it's it the proves, best weapon that they had. Even, but it proves. Either that the Night King was impervious to Dragonfire, or he was a Targaryen. Targaryen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, so that blew my whole, like, brands the Night King in the past theory out of the water. Yep. Unless that's where he goes, gotta go. <laughs> Dead and I. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the big thing. And, and again, we get John being impetuous because after the Night King throws the spear at Danny, she has to yeah, know, evacuate. She yeah. has to evade. So she flies off. 
And as the Night King is just kind of sauntering into Winterfell, like, he's like, boop, boop, boop. fuck this dude, I'm going to go kill that blind kid, right. you know, the kid that's all warging out nobody now. nobody got shit on me. I got everybody in, the, in, the, in their mama getting tore up by, uh, I got people in the crypts going crazy. No, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Because everything's going good, but you know what? Here comes Jon Snow. And like, again, hey, you, I'm going to get you. He's impetuous. He just starts charging after him. And, and it's like. Okay, th- this is the part where I- I've got issue. I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to get to Bran. He's trying to save him. He's trying to get to the Night King. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's trying to g- get to that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't understand. You're in a battlefield. This guy can raise the dead. You are surrounded by the dead. You got yourself into another battle of the bastards. Are you stupid? Or are you just stupid? That, okay, you're one hundred percent correct. You're 100% correct. However, when I first saw it, I, it didn't seem like that that far away. Like maybe a good I know, 50 yeah, yards. I, I, maybe, I was the same maybe way. Maybe a good 50 yards. If Jon Snow was fast enough, he could get to them before the dead would get him, and he could make it. I thought he could have made the shot, so I'm like, okay, go, go, go. I wasn't like, stupid, why are you doing that for? Until they pan back, and they move the camera, and you realize, no, he's not 50, feet away, or 50 yards away. He's... 350 yards away. Oh, I don't know about 350 yards, dude. You got to think football field. He wasn't that far. But anyway. Sports ball. He still wasn't close enough to get to the Night King. So I was like, oh, shit. But then sure enough. Yeah, the Night King just get, just gives him the come at me, bro. Mm-hmm. And raises all the dead that are around Tells John. all the dead, come on, raise up and live, right? And so they raise up and live, right? And so they're like, he's like, oh, shit. And he's that, got that defeated look again. He's right? just like, oh. Yep. That in turn one. Uh, fucks up. Uh, fucks up the crypts because then that makes all the people from the crypts come up. Right when it looks like everybody's about to get torn up, and Jon Snow because he's surrounded by the fucking right. Dead. He's and he's hacking his rise. way. I mean, good he's for trying him. his best. He's trying his best. And finally, when things look dire, just Jakaris boosh. Right. At first, I thought it was the dragon that he was riding, Rogar. Right. Rhaegal. Yeah. Yeah. Rogaine. Rogaine. I thought. <laughs> so I thought it was gonna be that dragon saved the day because i was like he didn't get any that damage bad he right. could save the day like that danny's still flying around trying mm-hmm. to get rid of the night king but no it was danny and her dragon okay now i need to ask you mm-hmm. after she toasted the dead he he goes back and he kind of yells at her you know brian and she goes go do you think at that moment danny had any inkling or thought about toasting john snow no no. I mean, dude, she wants the Iron Throne. That's it true. wouldn't have been that bad just to kind of like tell Drogon to like <laughs> aim a little lower. <laughs> Mini Dracarys. Right? Well, like, <laughs> just lights his hair on fire. Right? That's why he needs a little Rogaine. Right, exactly. But here's the thing. He's a Targaryen anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, exactly. What, what's, right? what's it going to do? do? It's just going to burn off that mink stole he has on. Right? So anywho, <clears throat> he goes after running around. Goes to save the day. And again, meanwhile... She's over there trying to blow up dra- uh, the dead coming at him with the fire, not paying attention. Always watch your fucking six, right? Yeah. Because sure enough, the dead just swarm her dragon uh-huh. and just, it was a cool shot. It really it just, was. Like, it looked like all these weird fleas getting on this big ass monster. And he's like, rah, 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 right? Whatever dragons sound like when they're like, right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, no, it was a cool shot when they all get And she goes, oh, he's trying to do maneuvers. Knocks her ass down. I was like, oh, come on, man. If you would have just paid attention to the back. Exactly. None of that would have happened. Didn't didn't we learn this from, you know, when, when they went and captured the white? You right. Have, you have to look behind you. Right. 
Or at you least have to raise be up, aware of your surroundings. Right? Or you're on a goddamn dragon. At least fly up high enough where you can, like, hover by Jon Snow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dead can't... Uh, there's not the jumping dead. I know. You know? They're not an NBA team full of, you know, the, the undead. So. But it knocks your ass down. And then again, oh, no, here comes the dead. Going to take her ass down. And she's trying her best, but it's the army of the dead. Wrong. Right? You know, because who comes in? Jorah Mormont. Saves the fucking day, Hell man. yes. He, another MVP. Because yep. she would have been toast numerous times if it wasn't for him. Yep. Absolutely. That, and he the was, Sons of the Harpy almost killed her. Mm-hmm. He was kicking that ass with House Tarly sword. Oh, yeah. He was fucking shit up. And I was good to see him use that sword I to mean, tear come, things seriously, up. Seriously, that's a big-ass sword. Yeah, if you couldn't is. tear some shit up, I'd be, I'd be worried. <laughs> I don't know if I could tear shit up but, with that big sword. But good sword. for him, man, because as he sees Daenerys go down, I mean, he's just like, okay, now's my, my turn, help. now's my turn to try to get out of the friend zone. Da, 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 da. No, but I no, just, I mean, he he still loves her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't want to see them being torn and, up and by that, the dead. That's, the ultimate, that's like the ultimate betrayal in terms of like the show, because like he still loves her, she still loves John, and none of that's going to work out. Right. So it's like it, it was awesome to see because Jorah, dude. I mean, how many how many of the dead did he kill? I mean, he killed a ton. He killed a lot. And I mean, he was just getting stabbed and then turn around, kill one, kill two, kill three, get stabbed again, kill one. You know, and he protected Danny that entire time you mm-hmm. know, until his dying day. And I mean, she was obviously and unexpectedly broken up about everything. Yeah. So she's over there crying, trying. She's she's not the best warrior, but she doesn't have to be. She's the fucking queen of the dragons. Is, all, all she's doing is protecting his back. Right. She should have protected the dragon's back, and we wouldn't be in this problem. Exactly. But anyway. <sighs> Damn it, Danny. Another cool shot was when John finally got into Winterfell. Uh-huh. Was, I think it was another single take shot where he's running through the hallways. And you've and got the bodies of the dead kind of falling off the walkways mm-hmm, and the just catwalks. Just running and coming down on there. And it also set up where a lot of people are. Because you saw Tormund fighting. You saw uh, Jamie And you saw Brienne. And you saw he, Gendry. He sees Sam get dogpiled. And he's just like... Everybody, he's like, I, I gotta well, go. And that was, the, that was the thing. I mean, and, and that was very telling for John too, is because he left Sam there. He left a lot of people right. there. But because he goes, I gotta save him. I gotta save him. And sure enough, at that same time, here comes like and Reek's holding his own. Reek's doing or, uh, Theon's doing fantastic, but everybody else is just gone. Right. But before we get to the Theon brand part, we have to talk about the crypt scene, because as the Night King, you know, resurrects, we we get that was what cool we, as we shit. get what we knew was gonna happen. Right. People, the the dead inside the crypt actually start coming back to life, mm-hmm. and I thought it was effing awesome. That the zombie corpse of Meister Lewin right. is the one that pauses his old ass out of the side of the crypt. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's badass. That was cool. That was a good, like, not callback, but it makes sense. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad they didn't have, like, Headless Ned coming out. They should have. They should have ah, had, they should have had Headless. bumbling around They should have had shit. Headless Ned, and they should have had Wolfhead Rob. <laughs> I, I think that would have been awesome. <laughs> just fucking bumbling around. <laughs> But, no, that was a cool, like, intense scene. And then you just have, like, Sansa and, and, and Tyrion. Tyrion just kind of, like, not even saying anything, just, like, looking at each other, like, what are we going to do? Now, Conjectureville on this, <coughs> do you think that Sansa and Tyrion are going to be together at the end of this? 
like at the end of the story arc. I kind of thought there might have there was a spark well, too. Yeah, because as they're looking at each other, Tyrion gives her this kind of like, like well, I love you. We're kind of fucked smile. Yeah, you yeah, know, we like, might as well, well make it worthwhile. Well die, and know? then he kisses her hand, and then he takes her off to you know to to safety. I think after all is said and done, I think when she said that he was the best wife she ever had, aside from when he truly loved uh, the one woman that betrayed him. Sansa, yeah, Sansa was the best wife he ever had too. Yeah, so I think that was, I think that was kind of like, look, I'm all in all, I love you. It was that was that kind of look. I don't know if it was romantic. I think it'd be nice. I think it'd be nice. I think they're both seasoned, and I think they're both smart enough to know, and both mutual respect. Mm-hmm. I think you know, but like at the same time, I think it was like we're gonna die, but at least you know we're gonna die together. Yep. Let's do this. We might as well, we might as well go out in blaze of glory if yep. we're gonna go out. Yep. At least try. So you know? yeah. And we get back to, you know, Bran and Theon, and Theon finally runs out of arrows. And then the Night King and his posse just kind of roll in. Just roll in. And, you and think- I mean, they were rolling in like nine deep. It was cool too, man. Just slow-mo. And you know it what? Was, it was like a... You know what it reminded me of? Like an early like 2000s Backstreet Boy commercial mm-hmm. or video where it's like, you know. Just the, all clad they, together, they same like clothes, walk in, walk in, in saunter. And like then like the lead singer shit. comes in. He's just like, hey. what up, girl? Right? It's gonna be May, right? But uh, no, speaking of, interesting segue from what I wanted to say. The music in this episode was fucking on point absolutely the especially music was the, amazing uh, especially the last uh it, it's called the night king yeah the, the, the that, last there, song. that the, when he was coming in all pimp like uh-huh. that was sweet and like the during the battle that it just because it was it was minimal but it yeah. set a nice cool tone yeah yep i really really enjoyed it i thought the music was fucking spot on but anyway so the night king's coming in and he's like hey Checkmate, bitches. Yep, you're Theon. It was nice. He goes, it was nice knowing you, Theon. He literally goes, you know, you're gonna die. I'm glad you're here. Hi, right? And so then, you think Jon Snow's gonna come save the day because this was another cool shot as he's walking down the corridor, and you. But then when Bran looks at Theon after he kind of wards back into the normal, hey, I just went to the Seven Eleven. They didn't have Slurpees on back, but it's like, what the hell? You just you decide to come back now. But he looks at Theon after Theon's out of arrows. He sees the Night King. He sees the Night King's generals. And Bran turns to look at Theon. He said, Theon, you're a good man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the validation that Theon has been searching for yeah. ever since, you know, because ever since he was taken by Ned, he's wanted to be accepted by somebody. Right. And to know that he did his job to the best of, of his ability. And I think it was also fact calling him because everybody back in, like, the Iron Islands, like, you're not a man, you're fucking eunuch, worthless right, wonder exactly. and yep. shit, you know? And so for, I think, for someone that, like, he did horrendous shit to back in the day and betrayed his family, for him to come back and say, you're a good man. Yep. You're doing what you need to do. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different, right? Yep. That gave him the, the, the pep in his step he needed to, like, take one final rush at the Night King. And it was an epic rush. Yeah, it was. I mean, ah! it, was, it was straight on, like, you know, spear in both hands. I'm just going to... He knew he was going to die. Give it the best I, the best go I can, and right? let's see what happens. And so, again, now it's setting up for Jon Snow to come and save the day because he's trucking along yep. in the Winterfell. Meanwhile, everybody everybody's in dire straits. Everybody in the crypt's about to get taken over. Yep. Right? Um, you see Daenerys fighting for her life with Jorah. Jon's right? about to get burned up by Viserion. Yeah, we didn't even get to that part. We're getting to the... So then all of a sudden Viserion comes in. I mean, then we see Jamie being overrun, Brienne being overrun, everybody yep. being overrun. Nobody knows where the Hound is. 
Beric Dondarrion's already dead. Everybody's toast, right? He goes, I got one final thing. If I can get to the Night King, I can fuck him up, right? I'm the king was promised or whatever. It's my job to kill Prince the Night King. Promised. Sure. As soon as he comes down, boom, this dragon. And I really fucking liked and enjoyed the fact that like when Frostworm came down, the fire was coming out of like the his hole neck, in his, his neck cheek. and his cheek from the fresh battle wounds. I was like, that is a nice touch. It was a small detail that I noticed that it didn't have to do that. It could have mm-hmm. been like, Bleh, and like whatever, but it worked and it made it look super, super, mm-hmm. super fucking cool. And so then the, that dragon was like, had John down pinned. Every time he tried to move, that dragon was right on mm-hmm. his ass. There was no way he could have fought that dragon, even oh. if everything was said and done. Because he comes out, the dragon's like about to eat him. And he's like, Roar! right? Yeah, John just, I mean, he can do, the only thing he can do is just sit Yell there the dragon, like with the yeah. knife, and here it comes. Then, right when you think everything's about to like go down, because like the Night King is right there and he's about to claw it, that was a good scene. For, like, Bran being like, hey, what's up? You know? How's it going? And the Night King's like, hey. Like, both of them just and looking at each other. And everything super slow motion. I mean, and it was actually, you know, the Night King kind of gives him another smirk. Kind of the, the same smirk that he gave to Daenerys. As right, like, checkmate before bitch, the fall. Yeah. You know? And so he reaches for his, his sword. And as he's reaching back, you know, everything was super slow. I mean, this whole buildup, everything, the music. You know, the mm-hmm. cues in the background. Mm-hmm. And then as he's reaching for his sword, we see, like, the wind kind of wisp by one of the generals, and it takes his hair. And the the, the white general kind of looks to his right. And sees and, nothing. And sees nothing. But as that's happening, we see Arya super fly Jimmy Snooka at the Night King. Ah, just yelling, Rah! right? And I was like... My hand, as she was coming down to put the knife in, my hands are starting to slowly go up like I was about to cheer. I was like in slow motion with her, right? But then, it's the Night King. But then it's the Night King because he comes up and he just grabs her by the neck like, what you got, right? And he's well, like, he fucked up. He yeah. fucked up because his left hand grabbed her by the throat. Mm-hmm. His right hand grabbed her hand that had the, the Valerian dagger. So, so next thing you know, I was like, oh no, game over, right? She drops the dagger. She pulls the same fucking move she yep. pulled on Brianna Tarth. Yep. And that's what made Brianna Tarth go, holy shit, this chick's formidable. Night King found out that too. She drops the dagger. And do- this is some into the Badlands moves that she did. Fucking she drops the dagger, picks it up, and just sticks. Sticks in the same fucking place where he got stuck back in the day. With when, Yeah, by the, the children of the forest. With yep. the Valerian dagger. Just, and then next thing you know, one of the sweetest shots was just him like turning into like crushed ice from quick trip just poosh, and just falling and then his generals poosh, and then just falling and just yep. all these ice cubes and then all the dead just like ding 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 ding, ding. the frost worms like raw and then like just falls down dead <laughs> i really enjoyed that it was like the end of dragon's lair it was sweet i mean and and honestly they we didn't know who they were going to give that kill to. Yeah. Was it going to be John? Yeah. Was it going to be something that, who? you know, who could because, it be? Because who shortly before be that, now? you know, we, we see Theon laying on the ground with a spear through his stomach. Was mm-hmm. it going to be Theon that's ultimately saves Bran? Was, was Bran going to die? come in and like right. was help Go- out? We, we didn't know. But to have it be Arya with the Valerian dagger that Bran had given to her, you know, and it's it, it, this Valerian dagger we, we've known has had more more travels and more story behind it is the one diddlefinger had yeah and it's the one that yeah exactly it was diddlefinger's dagger Mm -hmm. so to to have that be the piece that comes full circle and kills the night king but to have it be the badass aria was just 
insanely awesome. The best fighter in Westeros. Yeah. So as everything kind of shakes out, you see kind of like the decimation of everything. You see, okay, my man Tormund's still alive. You know. Yeah. Gendry is still alive. We've got Arya, Bran, Theon is dead. Jon is still alive. Mm-hmm. Daenerys is Daenerys still alive. alive. Jorah is dead. Jorah is dead. Davos Dar- is still alive. Davos is still alive. Beric is dead. Mm-hmm. We got Jaime, uh, Brienne, and Podrick all alive. Tyrion, Sansa are still alive. So we didn't get honestly that. We many didn't get deaths. that much deaths. Not not as many as I was expecting. Yeah, Grey Worm is still alive. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about Grey Worm because there's a part where. You know, John is walking by every, or running by that everybody. That scene, that's the scene that I'm telling him when he's yeah, going what, to the thing. That, it's a dope fucking scene. Yeah, and the way that Grey Worm is just breaking he's, it down, I mean, he is effing people up with that big-ass staff. Here's the thing. He's, all, everybody, Sam is getting dogpiled. Tormund is, he's holding his own, but he's getting overrun. Jamie is being overrun. Brienne is trying to hold her own. The only one who's really fucking people up is Grey Worm. And Jorah. Yeah, Jorah, but I'm talking about in that one scene right, that yeah, we're in that, going. in that kind of like, claustrophobic yeah, scene. the only one that was fucking people up was Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's a formidable fighter. Oh, absolutely. He's the, he's the commander he's the, of the Unsullied. Right, right. But I, I like that. I like the fact that, like, you know, all these badasses, the Kingslayer's getting torn up and torn. Yeah. Like, he's like, Grey Worm's like, I think that might come into play when, like, earlier in the episode when he gives Jamie his sword back. He just sticks it in his chest. He's like, you ain't got nothing. Right. Well, and, you know, one of the characters that I wanted to talk about now that we didn't talk about was Masande. Because as she's in the crypt, you know, before everything, all the shit hits the fan and the dead walk and whatnot, Sansa and Tyrion are talking about, you know, their, their marriage and everything. And they make the comment about, you know, this wouldn't work because of the Dragon Queen. And that's what Sansa says. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyr- he, she tells Tyrion, you know, your, your alliances or your allegiances would be divided between myself and... And the Dragon Queen. And, you know, the, they make mention it would be easier if the Dragon Queen wasn't here. And Masande even says, yeah, it would be easier because we'd all be dead if the Dragon Queen didn't come. Right. And I was just exactly. like, damn. Exactly. The, the one, the like, one or two lines that we get out of Masande are just like the mic drops of the episode. She's dropping science. And she's right. And Everybody she's absolutely be right. Yeah. yeah. Because if they didn't have the dragons and if they didn't have everything going on, I mean, it's like, okay, yeah. They didn't have the Unsullied. Right. They didn't have the Dothraki. They needed everybody. Yep. They needed the Golden Fleet. They needed the Lannister army. Yep. Too bad they didn't get them. But yep. they, they still got out. They going to get it. Yep. They going to get it. We, so, got, we got one more death we yep, got to talk about. Yep. We got one more death. And as everything kind of breaks out, the dead fall and they fall in droves. I yeah. mean, they're falling it's off cool the wall. It's cool shot. You know, and they're kind of falling like dominoes. Like dominoes. We get the hound walks out of the little room that he was in with Melisandre mm-hmm. and Melisandre just keeps walking. And mm-hmm. the hound is, is just like battle weary. I mean, he's laying on his ax and he's just kind of, you know, huffing and puffing and trying to figure out what the hell just happened. And Melisandre just wanders out onto the, you know, the snow and she takes off her brooch. Like mm-hmm. we saw in previous episodes, here comes Davos. Like where you think you're yeah, going? Cause he wanted to kill her. He yeah. had his, he had his hand on his sword. Mm-hmm. And as the she takes coming up yep, as, as she takes off her brooch, we know that, you know, witch power, mm-hmm. you know, she, she turns into an old woman. Yeah. And as she's turning into an old woman, we know that her 
story arc is gone. She's dead. Yeah, she's she just, dead. She just turns to dust. So the red priestess, you know, she did what she needed to do. She lit some swords on fire. She lit the trench. Yeah, she she spent all of her energy. And like she said, like, the Lord of Light brought us here. He died here. Beric died saving you because that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. We all, all of our paths came to this point right now. Yep. So once our story's done, our story is done. And she was up to, true to her word. She goes, bye. Yep. I thought that was cool. I thought it was a fitting end for her character, too. Me, too. Because I didn't want to see her get killed by Davos, even though she did kill, you know, convince uh, Stannis to kill Shireen. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to see that be her, you know, downfall at that point. Or, like, when she first got into Winterfell, just all of a sudden she gets shanked. And we don't get lighted Dothraki, you know, swords and everything else. The only thing I think, the only thing I think with that ending I did not like was the fact that it ended like that. What I've liked to seen is like, yeah, you know, at the very end. Are you talking like, like a like a battle of Endor yub nub kind of like no, celebration? No, 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 no. Just like we everybody like we won, and then like it. Died. We all went to foe, and then just yeah, yeah, and then just black. Nah, that would be that'd have been almost pandering been too much. Yeah, I would have liked it. <laughs> I would I would have liked it. I really would have. I was because like after all this epicness, this to her like turn to dust it was almost like huh huh hey man you know? all we are is dust in the wind <laughs> i couldn't let it go all you right. know better than that yeah you're my boy blue so all right conjectureville mm. let, let me ask you this mm-hmm. so now that we've got the teaser of you know Tyrion possibly being back together with sansa you know Possibly, you know, we've we've got the we've got the window cracked for this one. Well, you know what? It makes sense if the hand of the queen, and the, hand, the yeah, the hand of the queen and the wardens of the north. I've got an even better one for you. Mm. John and Daenerys both die. Oh yeah. Okay, so this conjectureville. John and Daenerys both die. Mm-hmm. Everybody is the queen. Ja- uh, Jamie dies. Mm-hmm. Kills Cersei. Yeah, okay? she needs to go. That means Tyrion is next in line for the throne. He marries Sansa, unifies the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. Yeah. That would work. Yeah. I I think it would work in my eyes. I don't know if that's the way it's going to play out, but hey, who knows? Hmm. I would like to see Sansa on the throne. I think that would be cool. She wouldn't be on the throne, though. Tyrion would be. Yeah, if they get mech married. Yeah. I still would like to see a... um, a Daenerys and Jon coupling with Daenerys on the throne and Jon being like, I'm cool with whatever and then, like, <laughs> you do your thing i'm just gonna hang blood out blood be damned right he's just gonna be and then we see like later on he's like over there powdered sugar <laughs> right and then like sans is over there um being wardness of the north doing her thing you know yep so i know we talked about a lot of stuff do we have i i know we've missed a lot of stuff but i mean i really wanted to just touch on the big parts that we saw that were you know really cool as as they came out in the show like i said before you know, Genius and I both highly recommend this episode. Go watch it. Pick up on the stuff that we didn't see. It was fucking rad, okay. man. So do you have anything else that, that you really want to talk about in regards to the episode? I think that was it. Okay. So like we do on all the episodes, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how would you rate this episode? I'll be honest. The first time I saw it, I was a little like the darkness pissed me off. And if darkness. I, if you would have asked me right after I would have saw it, I would have said eight and a half. But the fact that I saw it again with a clearer picture. You saw it two more times with a clearer picture. Right. Because I've seen it four times so yeah. far. Nine. 
Nine. Wow. I think nine. that's the highest you've ever rated any episode no, the only of other, all the shows. The only other episode that I've rated a nine was um, Heart Battle of Heart Home. This was an amazing, amazing episode. Even though the fact that it was dark, but like I said, the second time when it was a little mm. bit more light, I thought it added to the terror. It added to the unknown. The darkness was a choice, and it was a good choice. Um, it was intense. It was tight. And I know a lot of people said that there was too much battle for them, but I'm calling you out. That wasn't enough battle for me. I That's exactly what I wanted. Uh, Dragons fucking shit up. Uh, people I mean, fucking honestly, shit up. I mean, you and I are on the same page, man, because my favorite is the Battle of the Bastards. And any episode that they take in in the Battle for Winterfell took 55 days to shoot, 55 nights. And that cast and crew were out in like negative degree temperatures shooting this. So honestly, I think they said that this is the biggest battle sequence ever committed to film or television. It fucking showed. It showed. Absolutely showed. It's a one hour movie of nothing but fighting. There's no backstory. There's no nothing. It's like, can I go to the movie of uh, dragons versus zombies? Sure. You know, that's what you got. And that's what I wanted. It was amazing. An amazing, amazing episode. So you're going to go nine. Nine. Okay. And I'm actually going to echo that sentiment. Nine. You know, I didn't get taken out of it by the darkness because I was able to see it a little bit better. I mean, I, I realized it was, it was kind of dark. I mean, granted, but I mean, you're talking about a night battle sequence right in the middle of the damn forest right so figure it out okay but the pieces that really hit for me were Arya being able to you know finally silence the blue eyes Mm -hmm. you know and and her being the killer of the night king i didn't like the part where bran just kind of checks out for the episode if they don't if they don't give us what he was doing as opposed to just flying around as a flock of crows or three-eyed ravens or whatever the hell he was sparrows if they don't like give us a payoff of how that kind of factored into it, dude, Brand, I'm forever writing Brown off as a character. Exactly, because, fuck him, dude. Because he him, better do some magical ass shit. I'm telling you. Because for him just to check out like that, it was just kind of like, really, Theon died so you could take a nap. He better really. Come, That's he, what we're going with. He better come back and say, "I have brought Jojo R. Martin, and we're <laughs> going to like make everything wonderful." He better do some crazy ass shit, or else I'm gonna be pissed off at him. Yeah. So, I mean, we got some deaths. We got a lot of our, our favorite characters still alive. And I'm I mean, excited because we're, we're, we're going into the Battle of the Golden Company against the people in Winterfell mm-hmm. and our main characters, Cersei, all of, you know, the, the Iron Fleet that's still, you know, not taken by Yara. I thought I thought Cersei. Okay, I thought at the very end Cersei was gonna have like some sort of like another army or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, kind of save the day, yep. kind of like at the battle of what the veil vale did. Uh huh. But I'm glad it didn't because now Cersei's the biggest fucking bad, and now she has the entire front of everybody who has survived the baddest ass motherfuckers in all of Westeros and an army. What's left of them? With them alone, they can take out enough whatever Cersei's got. You get here Conjectureville, Conjectureville. I think Jamie dies. Arya takes the face of Jamie, kills Cersei, fulfilling the prophecy and being a badass. Well, she's already a badass. We already know that. Well, no, I could I could see that happening too because I think that would be awesome. Because I mean, technically, the little brother would have killed the queen. Exactly. You know, so yeah, we did, the prophecy didn't say you know because even uh, even Melisandre couldn't see that you know she was wearing many faces. You know, I see all these eyes staring back at me when I look into yours. You know, blue eyes, green eyes. You know, this, that, and the other. So yeah, I and mean, she I could does see it, it with the bow that Tyrion killed um, the dad with. 
How she get it from Braun? That's what I want to know. Tyrion gives it to her. But I don't. Jamie Jamie was gonna do it earlier. He punks out. Arya's like, well, "Fuck you! I can do it." Stick, stick, stick. Takes the face. You know, hey, I'm your brother. Want to bang? Sure. Bip. And then like, dun 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 dun. So the only other thing, and I mean, I know this is a reaching type of conjecture. Okay. So we know at the lead in for the next episode, we see. You know, Danny giving a toast in Winterfell. You know, congratulations, we fought off the dead. Now there's one more battle to win. You know, but there's a line that's stuck with me ever since we ever since we saw it, and it's it's really bothered me because I'm trying to figure out how all this goes. Okay, so I don't want to see Danny sitting on the throne. I think no? she. I, I think she's turned into. She kind of redeemed herself a little bit during the battle for Winterfell, a little bit because she did save Jon's bacon like twice. Okay, so I get that. But there's a, a line that she utters where she says, you know, we will rip them out root and stem. If you remember back when Arya killed Walder Frey when she was at the Twins, that's what she says to the Frey army. Conjectureville, I think Arya kills Danny and takes her face. You think so? That would be awesome in my book. Really? That Yes, because I think Arya sniffs out the fact that that Danny is going to try to turn on John at some point. You think so? Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know why I've got that feeling. It's just like, you know, everything that we talked about kind of like rhythmically, you know, rhyming throughout the past of the, of the show. I just have a, a sneaky suspicion about that. Just that one line. And I'm hmm. like, how awesome would it be for her to kill Danny, take her face and just kind of go on toasting shit. And everybody's like, where's Aria? I don't know. She, she went to go see hot pie. Right. <laughs> She's over there with Gendry in the forge, right? No, but she, no, what she does is like she fucking um she she uses Walter Frey's face to come and get to Danny to take her face. Who wants everything here? You know, just running around being bullshit. So yeah, that's just my that's my goofy conjecture. So let's see if that ever plays out <laughs> or whatnot. But you're gonna go nine. Yeah, I'm gonna go nine because this was damn near fucking a perfect dope. episode. Fucking dope. Fucking dope. So I want to remind everybody that we will be back next Monday with our Game of Thrones recap, mm-hmm. and then the following uh, Tuesday, I'm heartbroken. The, the series finale of AMC's Into the Badlands, mm-hmm. which we are both busted up about. I know. But on behalf of my co-host, Genius McGee, I'm Dustin P. I'm going to go work out and do nothing until the next episode.